it, it shows that there's like a leisure gap in the United States and that dads spend roughly three more hours on leisure type activities per week than the moms do, which I mean, that's, that's a significant amount of time. I could, I could do a lot of caring for myself in three hours. Hey, how's it going? It's going. How are you? Good. I'm ready for tonight's episode. I feel like this one is going to be a really popular topic, but before we dive in, what's your peaches and pits? Yeah. Um, my pits is our meal planning slash supper plans have basically just gone out the window the last seven to 10 business days. It is just a mad dash in the evening time. Both Jesse and I, we're both super busy at work, I think. And so we're just like extra distracted. And so I think we're both leaning into maybe my spouse will do it. But mm. when we both lean that way, it doesn't really work out. Um, We've been in the same yeah. rut if it makes you feel better. Yeah. And so it's separate. not due to us being busy. <laughs> Separate time has just been really chaotic. And so we went, we're, we're like, tonight, we're like, maybe we should try something else other than chicken nuggets and or hot dogs this week. Because that's basically what we've been living on, I feel like. Um, but my peaches is, even though it has been super busy at work, um, one of the areas that I'm in charge of um, is doing super, super well, um, especially in like the beginning of like, uh, I don't want to say the beginning of a recession, but just like in difficult economic times, it's nice to see um, trend lines go up and <laughs> revenue staying the same and not losing any and stuff like that. So pat myself on the back for that keeping that good. ship. Good job. Ship afloat. What <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Right? Um, I will say that my peach is that it was just a really beautiful afternoon for late October. So instead of Going to the gym to work out. I took a nice long bike ride. I saw you on your bike. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I passed you on 66. <laughs> but it was like too late to like be like, oh, I see you. <laughs> oh, really? Did you come up behind me then? Because I don't feel no. like I passed that many cars head on. No. Oh, maybe I was, I was just so you. focused. I was getting passed by a lot of cars on 66, which always just makes me very nervous because yes. it feels like they they get really close really to close. you when it's un, you know like there is a two lane road and you could go to the other side. Yeah. Um. So, also my legs were like very tired by that point. I bet. So I feel like I was really focused on getting <laughs> to like the last. Oh. Yeah, the last bit of my ride. That's funny. But yeah, it was a great, it was a nice, like, long few mile bike ride. And it felt really good just to be out in the sunshine and the fresh air. Um, I will say that my pit is just that I have like a lot of pent up creative energy and I've got a lot of things 
that I want to do, or I have a big project at work. I'm actually really excited about it, but the pit is that obviously like when you are on a team, you don't just get to work at your own pace. You do have to wait for other people to get involved. And when those people are the co-founders, obviously there's a lot of demands on their time. So my pit is just that like, I had a lot of like creative energy to put towards the project, but it's sort of at a point where I can't move forward without um, kind of the next phase of right. meeting with other people. So it that was hard. Yeah. It was just kind of a bummer to be like, oh, I'm so like, I'm ready to attack it, but right. I just kind of have to like sit in a holding pattern. Um, so it'll be good when it's all done. Um, yeah, you know, not sure. necessarily bad, but it just left me with a lot of like, pent up energy that I was yeah. like, well, now I have to find someplace else to put this and none of it is as exciting as the project I want to be doing. So. For sure. That totally makes sense. Yeah. All right. You got um, the Spitfire this week. Yeah. So we obvi- we came over to hang out obviously on Friday night, me and the girls. And I like I was sort of on the fence, obviously. I mean, you know this. I was yes. on the fence in the afternoon because I just wasn't still feeling great. And then I went to my massage and they did like 20 minutes of sinus massage. And I came out feeling like a new person. And so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely down to hang out. And then it just, there was just like a lot of back and forth and a lot of like variables. And I was probably being super annoying about yeah. texting a million different like potential variations of plans. But at the end of the day, I like dropped Nora off a little bit earlier than I planned to come over. And I had texted you like an hour-ish before and hadn't heard back. Because I was sleeping. (laughs) Right. You were sleeping. (laughs) You know, but I just like, I was like, well, whatever. She knows. Yeah. She knows that we're coming over. So I was like, you know, and as it happened, Jesse was still like on a like sort of late evening fire um, drill call that he was mm-hmm. like working to extinguish and you were passed out on your couch and Caroline had your phone. And like <laughs> shockingly, I'm surprised, honestly, she didn't like try to text me back. Right. I mean, she, unless she just doesn't know, like. She probably just gives she, zero fucks. And she just like swipes up to get it out. Probably. Of the way she of her probably show. was like, I don't need this. I don't need yeah, this. But yeah. I'm, I, but then again, I guess I don't know if Nora would recognize like how to spell your name. So I don't know right. if she would know when you popped up on my phone. But anyway, I texted to be like, hey, can I drop Nora off? And like an hour goes by and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to drop her off. And Fiona answers the door and is like, obviously very confused because she, like, was You're not sleeping and Jesse's to any still plans. working. <laughs> and Nora was like, you get, like, she like barely cracks the door and she's like, hello. Like we're like these weird strangers. And Nora just like pushes the door all the way open and is like Nicholas or not, um, not Nicholas Cage, um, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I'm here yeah, to play. <laughs> and you could tell Fiona was like, what the fuck? And I was like, are either of your parents here? <laughs> and that's, I'm like, you said, it looked like you're like face down on the couch like, and you just like I... pop up and you're like, hello, what? And I was like, Definitely. here's my kid. I'll what? be back in an hour. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it was just out. funny because Nora fun. was like, oh, I'm here. Like there. Yeah. My mom told me I was playing. So your confusion feels irrelevant to me. <laughs> yes. Let me in. <laughs> This is generally and she like, actually didn't even wait to be invited in. She literally just pushed Fiona out of the way. <laughs> and Caroline was like, oh, hey. hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're out of control. Made me laugh. They were. What's your partner phrase? Um, I will say that now that sort of like – so last week Eric spent a lot of time and this past weekend he spent a lot of time cleaning up our yard kind of getting it ready for winter. Um, but tonight he built some – another like cedar planter box to put some of nice. our stuff in. And so now like this area that has sort of been um, – it has fluctuated quite a bit. And then I feel like just this past summer we sort of like – found plants that grew and flowers that grew really well in it. But anyway, now they'll have like this pretty, this really nice planter box that matches the other one he built over the summer. And so I just appreciate that he like has a vision for our yard and like is willing to execute on it. Um, I feel like I have a vision for like how I want the inside of our house to go, but I get a little lost like on the outside. Um, I mean, I know aesthetically what I'm looking for, but then like outside of that, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, what type of plants and like, are right. they native or pollinators or whatever? He, he's got all of that and he really enjoys it and it, and I benefit from it because our yard looks real nice. Yeah, that is nice. I love your yard. It's so pretty. My partner praise is... Jesse has been beating his head against the wall with this work project. Um, and he's done a really good job of not bringing it home with him, even though he literally works from home. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's, I know that it's like, we've talked about it, um, mm-hmm. just being a really frustrating project for him. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's affecting his like mood with the kids. Cause sometimes that's what happened when he's stressed at work, he'll be mm-hmm. short with the kids for that first like hour and a half post yeah. sign off. But I feel like he's been really great about trying to compartmentalize and separate that. Especially it's gotta be really hard with him. Like literally there's no. Yeah. There's no like transition. There's not like a right. drive home right. or like a change right. of scenery that makes you go. Yeah. He's ah, like, just one round through the threshold to the kitchen. <laughs> right, right. And I did notice the other night that, like, the kids had, like, thrown all their toys, like, right. All, and it was like he was, like, sitting amongst yeah. their toys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, good for you. I would be like, I can't do this. I've got to leave. Or <laughs> you do. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's been doing a good job of that. That's awesome. That's always good. All right. So I think this is going to be an episode that people get pretty excited about. I know I was when you like pitched the concept. So you go ahead. You take it away. Yeah. So I basically am real sick and tired of hearing people say you should just take care of yourself more. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, 
telling moms that they should just practice more self-care and everything will be fine. And I just think it's a bullshit cop-out. And I don't think, I think that it's far more complicated than like, oh, mommy needs a massage or whatever the case is. So self-care is defined as the ability to care for oneself through awareness, self-control, self-resilience in order to achieve, maintain, or promote optimal health and well-being. So this can be set across several different aspects. Hang on. My dogs are fighting. Hey, Jess. <laughs> They're like, I could hear. Could you hear them? Yeah, I thought someone was moving a chair in your kitchen. <laughs> nope. It was just Otto trying to bite Mavis's ear. Um, so yeah, so self-care, um, very initially was identified in the medical community as part of like whole person type healthcare, but really, um, that's biggest like roots were in the civil rights and women rights movements of the sixties and seventies. Um, there's a frequently shared quote by black American writer and activist, Audra Lord, um, and it's caring for myself is not self-indulgent, it's self-preservation, and that is the act of pol- and that is an act of political warfare. Um, but I love the I, I love the idea of not self-indulgent, that's self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, because in our society we've really commercialized. Um, and capitalized on this self-care movement. It's actually a $10 billion industry um, with a huge portion of it coming specifically from the beauty sector. Um, so the this would also include the fitness sector, um, supplements, those types of things. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just... The, the idea for self-care, I think, has been even more so like genderized. Is that a word? I don't even know. (laughs) But men, this, this thought that men's self-care is they're allowed to work hard, play hard, and they get a drink beer and hang out with their buddies and they, they do golf and they get a no, no disrespect, Eric, but lawn care. (laughs) (laughs) And they get to watch sports and right. all of these things that are very like stereotypical male self-care are really time-consuming events. Like mm-hmm. nobody goes golfing for 30 minutes. Right. Like this is like a four-hour commitment yeah. yep. where women, we have to self-advocate and find the time to get our self-care. But our self like literal basic needs. Yeah. Like yeah. a hot shower. They're like, oh, you know what? I, I'm going to come over. I'm going to make sure you got a hot shower. Well, that's super, super kind. That should just be like the bare minimum. That's mm-hmm. not self-care. That's literally just personal hygiene. Yeah. Um, and so it just kills me that – and then it, and then don't even get me started with the – like the beauty serums and the exercise Mm -hmm. programs and the mommy makeovers and that type of self-care. It's fitting us into this box of you need to bounce back after your babies. You need to look younger than you actually are. Um, You got to snap back. It's just- It's funny. Yes. My, one of my best friends and I were having this conversation. So 
Um, I, I had texted her and I, so my neighbor owns her own, like, um, like Botox and filler business. And she's very, very, very good at what she does. She's very successful. And my other good friend, our other neighbor goes and sees her and she like, they've been trying to convince me to like, give it a try and all of this stuff. And, um, I'm not going to get on my like, um, tangent about why. I'm just very like conflicted about it for me personally. I don't like, it's not something that I look at and I'm like, oh, I I don't understand. Like there are a hundred percent things I look in the mirror and I'm like, hmm, like I know, I know she could fix that and I would kind of like it. Um, but the long and short of it is like, I, um, don't know how I would explain it to my daughters. Like I get very caught up in this, like, um, I'm just I'm just much more aware, I guess, of like what my beauty regimen is, and um, when I have like these two little girls, and even I mean even my son look at me, but anyway, the the point is we were talking, my friend and I, about this, and I was like, I don't know, like, what do you think? And essentially, we we basically, I was like, you know, on one hand, I get it, but on the other, like can't I just like age naturally? Like, and my friend, my friend at first I was like, okay, this seems extreme, but she won me over. She was like the like beauty standard and the like idea of self-care is all rooted in this like patriarchal, like there's a pretty, there's a privilege when you're pretty that you get. And like, when you look younger and, you know, all of these things that like women are fighting against, but as you're saying, like they're marketed to us as freaking self-care. Right. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, it, and it's just this, like, I think that there is absolutely a place for all of these things because there are mm-hmm. people in my life who really, really enjoy getting yeah. Botox. Yeah. There are women in my life who have gotten mommy makeovers and they feel like a million bucks afterwards. So it's yeah. not like it's not that there isn't a place for it. Right. It's just that like self-care is so much more than your appearance on the outside. Mhm. Yeah, I think that's the biggest the thing that it box. Yeah. I I agree. I think like it it seems to fall it seems to focus first on your physical appearance. And then I do see a little bit of this, like, especially when you talk about and around like the mental load, people sort of shift away from like how you look on the outside to like, oh, well, you just need to take care of like, you just need to like fill your own cup up. You need to mm-hmm. like relax a little, like meditate or, you know, take a bath or get an extra hour of sleep, like really focus on, on you. And I, and again, I don't think that's, I don't think it's wrong, but also some of those things, like you said, are just the bare minimum. The fact that I could like take a 20 minute hot shower should not be my relaxation time for the day. Right. When my partner's is is going to be a, you know, day-long 
golf outing with his buddies. Right. Or a fishing trip or a hunting trip. Right. Whatever the case may be. But yeah, so even, I mean, it, it shows that there's like a leisure gap in the United States and that dads spend roughly three more hours on leisure type activities per week than the moms do. Which I mean, that's the significant amount of time. I could I could do a lot of caring for myself in three hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to th- I wonder what this is like qualified as because I feel like it it would also be so in addition to being like, okay, well, I'm gonna go grab a beer with the guys after work or um you know, I, lawn, lawn care to me feels a little tricky because it is something that does have to get done. But right. you, like, um, I guess you could say like, you know, maybe there's like the bare minimum. So like you might go out and spend all day, including doing some landscaping or something, but does the landscaping actually have to get done or is it just that the grass needs to get cut? And after that, you could come in and like do whatever but I wonder if it also sort of incorporates, like we've talked about in like the the dad privilege episode about, mm-hmm. um, you know, coming home and taking your 30 minutes of decompression time upstairs by yourself while you like scroll through your phone or pretend to poop or, yep. you know, just literally just turn the TV on and tune everybody else out while you take your t- – I wonder if like this – if that's sort of like included in the dad's leisure time. I would imagine so. I mean, because it is like women, I think we have this this message that society is putting on us that like, oh, well, you did so good. You deserve it. So it seems like something that is earned or mm-hmm. that you can or can't be worthy of. You did enough this week. And so where I don't think that men have that same messaging yeah, to them as it yeah. relates to deserving or not deserving self-care. Yeah. And it just, it, it feels like it's just been kind of like, so trivialized, you know, like, um, again, like somewhere along the lines, we started telling ourselves or telling each other that like, if we get to take a shower or we get to sit and meditate, that that is self-care when Obviously, like a shower is hygienic and probably something that like needs to be done on a semi-regular basis, (laughs) Um, you know, but I mean, you could even like, I feel like you could argue, I don't know, maybe meditation is like a, a tricky one. Maybe it goes both ways. You could argue that I don't have to do it, but then also like is taking care of my mental health. Like, why is that? Why is that oh, a privilege? Why right. should why should that be indulgent if it's something that literally has like physical positive physical impacts on me, you know? It Absolutely. 
Because, yeah, I mean, poor mental health, we've gone over. I mean, it can lead to fatigue and headaches and stomach issues and heart disease, the number one killer of women. Low energy relates less patience with our family and ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like all over, just burnout. Yeah. It just seems like when it, as like putting it to the mental load and self-care, like it's like hysterical. That is just like one more thing for me to figure out when, where, why, and how. When like, that's the hat that I always wear. So it's almost like sometimes it's just easier to not because I have too many Mm -hmm. where's, how's, and why's to begin with. Yeah, I I read something interesting too when so I was reading um I think it was Motherly's like state of motherhood report like two or three weeks ago and one of the one of the things that they found was that women were prioritizing at least in 2023, we're prioritizing sleep over like kind of their relationships. So whether it was like their physical relationship with their husband or just like their emotional relationships with their friends. And one of the women that they interviewed um, that, you know, they kind of pulled a quote from was like, it's easier for me to just pass on going out with my friends or, you know, scheduling, like doing whatever outside of the house, because the reality is that in order for me to be gone, I have to prepare everyone for my absence. Yes. Where I, so it's just easier for me to stay home sometimes, you know, like right. if I, if it's a double-edged sword, why exhaust myself trying to make sure that my partner knows which kids have what thing and like, you know, if, if they're overlapping and I'm not going to be able to share the carpooling schedule tonight, did I coordinate somebody else to take one of the kids and what time are they going to be here? And do I feed them? Are you feeding them before practice or after practice? Like, right. You know, yeah, fuck it. I'll just stay home. Like, <laughs> you know, I'll save myself some money and the hassle because sometimes, you know, cause it's not, it's not fun to totally drain yourself. Right in preparation to just be gone for a little while. Right. And I mean, logically, we all know that like we need the self-care. We like, I think that women as a whole, moms as a whole, know that when they do go out with girlfriends or spend an hour painting or whatever it is, they feel great afterwards. So it's very logical that like, Mm -hmm. okay, like Mm -hmm. this equals this, but like a simple act of self of self care, um, is not going to undo years of culture induced overwhelm that's causing us all to burn out. Yeah. Um, Well, and there's, there's gotta be a difference between like literally taking care of my, my body and my mind is drastically different than, you know, my hobby, you know, 
a shower or, um, I mean, I, you know, even, even a massage, like those are things I feel like that showers especially are obviously like a daily requirement or every other day or however often you don't want to be smelly. Okay. You're yeah. So you've got to, you got to do it at some point. Um, you know, but even there's, there's a big distinction I feel like between what I need to do to maintain like my physical and mental self versus my, my hobby time, you Mm -hmm. know, like I shouldn't be expected to fill my cup up by showering by myself. (laughs) (laughs) I should, it, it is reasonable to say that, when I spend an hour painting, it does fill my cup up. And I do leave feeling more refreshed and more um, centered or grounded. I feel like it goes it's, – it's very much the concept I feel like that Jen um, Zamzow talked about in in our second episode this season about doing that like focused work and that deep work that feels really yeah. meaningful. Like that – that is important stuff. But I feel like the crux of this issue for me is that it's so weaponized. So like in – and it's funny because this just came up in an, in an argument um, that Eric and I had recently. It was around the mental load. So I feel like even as host of this podcast, like it's not – we still have these same conversations, I feel like. Yep. And, you know, he was frustrated with me and he was like, I – like, you don't need to take care of everything. He was like, I need you to take care of yourself. So if you need to go upstairs for 20 minutes and, like, read, then I need you to do that. And I was like, that's not what this is about, this isn't about me having 20 minutes to read or an hour to go on a walk with my friend or whatever. Do those things help? Absolutely. Are they necessary for everyone? Absolutely. But the heart of this is I don't need 20 more fucking minutes of self-care time I just need you to do more on a regular, like on an hourly basis. On an (laughs) hourly basis, I need you to do more. Yes. I need you switched on because at the end of the day, I don't get to walk away from the mental load. Like that's the problem. You can give me 20 more minutes to read you can give me two hours to go get a mani-pedi. But when I get home, I am just two hours behind mm-hmm. on everything else that needed to get done today because I I can't trust that my partner is going to seamlessly carry on. Like that's the problem. Right. The problem is not that I need more self-care. <laughs> no. That's the, not the self- it at all. <laughs> I mean, the self-care as it relates to the mental load, it's really just like an ACE wrap around a torn ACL. Like, we all know the ACL needs to get fixed. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just, I don't know. And maybe, maybe I have a harsh view of it because I feel like over the past year I have, or the past couple of years, I feel like I have found a good sort of balance between doing things that like I enjoy and that do fill my cup up versus and like not feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I have hobbies and sometimes I do them by myself. Sometimes, you know, like the kids will do them with me. Um you know, like I I don't all you know, sometimes I do feel bad about being like, oh I'm going out to brunch. Um, but that's usually if like, I know I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to see them or something. And it's just, you know, where I'm like, oh, extenuating circumstances. Yeah. I'm going to like, you know, every, every once in a while you're like, oh, geez, like I'm traveling, but you know, this was kind of the only weekend that I could also squeeze in brunch with my friend. And so I Mm -hmm. do feel a little bad, but then also like, I kind of get over it. You know, like I feel like I'm better at kind of getting out of the feeling guilty cycle about like taking the time for myself. So I don't know if that's why I have kind of like such a harsh view on it, but I don't know when it, when when it, when it was brought up to me and then, you know, like I hear, I hear kind of the same thing from friends of mine who are like, yep, my husband says that to me pretty much all the time. I'm like, it's, it just feels so. It's a little patronizing. It's a little patronizing. Yeah, I was going to say weaponized, and that feels that felt a little too harsh. Aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah, but it feels it feels patronizing. Like I don't, I don't need fifteen. I'm not saying. Um, I guess I don't say I never don't need fifteen minutes right of quiet time. But also, maybe I wouldn't need fifteen minutes of quiet time if you had picked one thing after school to do. Right. And didn't ask, which one do you want me to take? Right. You didn't (laughs) ask me questions. You didn't, you know, you didn't, I didn't have to coordinate it for you or point you in the the direction. You simply looked around and identified that there was laundry to be folded or, you know, so-and-so had whatever thing on the calendar that night. And so you hopped in and like had them get their gear together, had them get their stuff and got them, you know, out there and to the thing and back, you know, like it's – Yeah. I don't – I just can't with that that (laughs) statement. I'm like if that's – if you think my frustration is about the fact that like I just need 15 more minutes. Like and I'm not grossly sure. yes. read this situation wrong. Yes, I don't think you're listening to me at all. And I know it you know like I know it comes from a place of caring, but yes. also you you don't get like you don't get to be frustrated that I'm not doing enough self-care and then act like that's the reason that I'm overwhelmed by the mental load. Yes, exactly. Because I mean, it really, it feels like a cop-out. Like instead of stepping up to the plate and being an equal partner 
They're like, look at me. I'm so good. She's going to go out on Friday night and I'm going to babysit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. feels it feels like a cop out. Yeah. Or she'll she'll go sit upstairs and take a hot bath for half an hour and catch up on a Netflix show while she's doing it. And meanwhile, she'll be able to hear me yelling at the kids downstairs. Like, right. You know, whatever. <laughs> like so relaxing. It's so relaxing to sit here and listen to the world fucking burn. <laughs> I can't wait to get out of the bath and see what awaits me. Right. <laughs> oh, man. But I really do feel like we need to change the narrative as it comes to self-care, true, honest self-care, that it's a health priority and it's not an optional privilege. This isn't something that you earn or deserve it is just a piece of your whole person health. Yeah. And it yeah. can be I, – I think that it could be a shared responsibility too, like making sure that your partner is being supported or has time to access their self-care mm-hmm. avenues like, hey, like, I noticed I haven't seen you paint in a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, just really, like, yeah. engage in that conversation. It feels because like partner prioritizing your self-care makes it feel, makes me feel loved and valued because they care about my well-being. Yeah. I feel like it's sort of the conversation feels like it could be so much um, more enriching and robust if you kind of marry like some of the concepts that from like season one that um, I, gosh, I feel like it was kind of like all three of our guests last season, Melissa Bloom in terms of um, you know, kind of finding things that make you feel really good and and I, you know, prioritizing some of those things. And then, um, gosh, I, and Felicia kind of talked about, um, also like creating sort of like those shared and Kristen as well, like sort of that shared vision of, Mm -hmm. you know, like what is, what do we each individually value and what do we individually value as, as a couple, and I love this concept of saying, you know, making sure that you're giving your partner that space because I feel like it it would be the recognition, like for Eric to say to me, like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you paint in forever. Like, I'm going to take the kids to the park so you could just have like an hour to paint. Like that gesture, that feels really meaningful. Yes. But simply saying, like, you should take more time. Yeah, I know. But, like, Because when? they took the planning out of it. They mm-hmm. took the mental load out of it. It's because they did. You're right. Because well, you're right. It's he gone. then decided, I'm going to remove the distractions, which are the little gremlins. I am going to give you a time. Mm-hmm. Like, he, they did all the parameter. Like, the... <laughs> They did all the stuff. stuff. Yeah. And I think like too, it's mutually, it's something that, you know, even though I think 
men get way more time as we've we've stated. I don't think it's something that like as partners we shouldn't also like recognize for ourselves. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too gracious in that statement <laughs> in terms of being like don't forget to, you know, let your husband do it. Um No, I think I don't think that that's but it has to, I mean, it, it has to go both ways, you know, yes. like it's at the end of the day too, like, I feel like you both need to make sure that you are doing things that you find fulfilling and, you know, do light you up, do make you feel good, do really support the values of mm-hmm. yourself and, and of each other. Um, but yeah, I do think having your partners recognize and say like, I know it's important to you to like have some quiet creative time. Like, let me just make that happen for you. Right. The intentionality I think Mm -hmm. is like the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a great, I think it's a great first step. I think like having a setup where you didn't have to like put that on your radar, mm-hmm. you know, as your partner to be like, oh, I don't, I don't need a calendar reminder once a week to make sure my <laughs> my wife has done something <laughs> meaningful for herself. You know, again, right. I go back to like, I don't necessarily need more pockets of self-care time. Right. If we were equal – I could easily find that time. I don't actually have a problem setting a boundary for myself. Right. And saying like, hey, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this. Like that's that's actually not an issue, at least not for me. I don't know. I think by this point maybe we're a little bit more seasoned. I I think it definitely was an issue early on when I was a new mom. Yeah. I would say that I've definitely like matured in that aspect, but I'm – I'm better at advocating, I guess, for myself and what I need. Yeah, Yeah. I I 100%. I'd agree. I think I am better at advocating for myself as well. I feel less guilty about it. It just comes with like experience and, Mm -hmm. you know, just that – you know, just sort of that recognition. It's, it feels like it's an evolution. I feel like everybody kind of gets there, but sometimes you're just in the thick of it. And I think it, I think the timing of when you get there is different for everyone. But yeah, m- for me, the issue isn't being like, oh, I want to do this thing. The issue is I don't want to just do it in pockets. I don't want it to have to be a thing I put on a calendar. Mm-hmm. I want it to be something that I naturally have as much time for as my partner in the household. Right. It feels as organic as lawn care. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I'm going to say lawn care is really – I am on the fence about lawn care. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think it's our yard is so big. Yeah, no. maybe it's because your yard is so big. I think I see it as like the – like the nitty gritty, like edging and like this, the very stereotypical mm-hmm. boy lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Getting to like 
getting all the weeds out and yeah and like edging and buying all the fertilizers and mm -hmm. all that stuff killing all the bee food <laughs> what i always say um i don't know because i think i think if you asked my husband he'd be like but you want the lawn to look like this so right does it get to be I mean I, I think guess, I'm saying it also, because it was in several articles like as I, I was, mean like, that's but that is episode. I guess that is fair because so I guess I'm looking at it from the perspective today's hot debate is lawn care self-care and a hobby or is it necessary <laughs> I guess I'm looking at it from the perspective of like our yard has to get mowed. Like that's just like feels like a non-negotiable. Otherwise, I don't know. But maybe you could also say that's just like society's pressure and like who gives a shit if our grass is all a foot long. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. But I guess I guess I could say I do – Eric has said to me before because I think I offered – one time to be like, hey, you could teach me how to use – we have a zero-turn mower, um, which now I do know how to drive. But um, at the time, I looked like a drunk person trying to mow our lawn. <laughs> and I, I told him, I was like, hey, if you want to like teach me how to like – maneuver the mower in a way where I'm not like where the neighbors aren't concerned <laughs> the neighbors aren't concerned like I'm happy to learn and I was offering to be like so you don't have to like do right. this chore that takes about an hour ish like every like two or three times a week and his exact phrase was don't you dare try to take that time away from me yeah that is like my zen time because you know and I guess and I have heard this from my my other friends too. Oh, yeah, my husband loves it because he just puts in his headphones and gets to listen uninterrupted to his music or his podcast or his game right. or whatever it is. And like no nobody's gonna chase after him to open their fruit snack or ask them if they can have a juice box right. as he's mowing. Right. Even if mom isn't home, they're all just going to like – They're just going to figure it out. They're, they're just the going to figure it out. <laughs> so I guess – I don't know. Anyway, I I look at it from like a – Leave your feelings in the comments. To like mow our yard so that we can use it and right. and I guess so we're not judged by our neighbors. Yeah. But so what, I guess what do you, if, what do you I guess do if guys are going to quantify it as self-care and a hobby, yeah. then do it. What's your self-care? Um, I have started taking, so I have about an hour between when I sign off from work and pick up the kids each day. And that has sort of been my time. That is like my free space time. So like mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes it's podcast stuff. Um, sometimes it is just being like fun and creative and, and just doing something for the hell of it. Um, sometimes it is 
sometimes it is my gym routine. Like a couple days mm-hmm. a week, it is my time to get to the gym. Um, but again, th- th- to me that it like exercises a re- Requirement, so yes. I, I don't necessarily count that as like self care. Um, I also I have been bad the past like few months, but I do have like a morning routine, especially during the summer. Like I try to get up as kind of the sun is coming up and like sit on my front porch with nothing. Like there's no, I don't listen to anything. I don't do anything. I literally just like sit and listen to like the world kind of wake up. Um, and like starting my day in calm (laughs) really like grounds me and helps Mm -hmm. me. I just like to quietly greet my day. I don't, I don't like to just be thrown into the chaos. Um, and I have, but I have been bad about it lately. I've been really bad. Huh. It's been like, yes. it's been months because I've just needed, I've just needed more sleep. I, right. you know, I don't know what it is about this, like, cause summer is super easy. I'm super fucked with that morning routine coming into winter because <laughs> there's no way my alarm's going to go off at six o'clock and I'm going to look at the pitch black and be like, I'm excited, I'm excited for this. <laughs> you know, so I might need to, I need to find something else. The trick Melissa tells me is finding something that excites you more than sleep. And I do feel sort of bad that I let all those sunrises go this summer, but I did need like physically, I just needed more sleep. Yeah. What about yeah, you? What do you do? Similar, like morning type routine. Um, my kids wake up at the butt crack of dawn. So I get up at five every day and I get to make coffee and drink almost a whole cup most mornings. Um, and it's just me and the dogs. And we just mm-hmm. snuggle on the couch. Um, sometimes I'll just kind of be in myself. Sometimes I'll actually get to watch uninterrupted news, which is kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I, I never realized how much I valued alone time until... Started I, having it. <laughs> it well, like until like I really like had kids. Like mm. I am an extrovert through and through. I fill my cup by being around others. Like yeah. that is my jam. I love community um, and company. But I would say probably in the last, maybe it was my thirties, where it was like girl, you could just be alone for a little bit and it'd be all right. And I really do. Like I'm finding like this, like this peacefulness of being alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find that at (laughs) 5am. Sometimes unfortunate. That is so admirable. I just, I would be a night owl if I could be a night owl. So... Therein lies my issue. <laughs> Raising little kids is not conducive to being a night owl. Right. I feel like my natural body, it leans night owl. But because I force myself up at five every day, 9 p.m. rolls around and my eyelids are like, girl. Yeah. Girl, just, you need just to. rest them. Just, just rest them. Just snuggle in. I know. I need to um, – 
I also really love to read. I read every night. I have read – it's something – like I remember when I was little, my parents read to my brother and I every single night. Even when we got old enough to read on our own, they would sit next to us and read their books at mm-hmm. night. So we've just always been a family of readers. And like so to this day, I still – like that is another thing. And sometimes I will admittedly like forget or lose track of time when I'm snuggling with the kids at night because it's uninterrupted reading yeah. time. Yeah. Actually, you know what part of my issue is why I didn't have my morning routine this summer is because I went down a real long hole of a really amazing author. <laughs> reading all of them. It's all coming full circle. Damn. Oh, I did it to myself. It happens. You so. just replaced one joy with another. So they like basically cancel each other out. So you just except, get like one just joy. Like you never lost anything. I guess. Except some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Details. But yeah, I mean, it's again, I think like I think it's important. I just feel like we have really just created such a patronizing and commercialized idea of it. And it just feels so short-sighted to be like, hey, you wouldn't feel so overwhelmed by the 500 tasks you have to do today if you just like took a break. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, um, you know, what is the, it's like a labor law where you're guaranteed 15 minutes for every, however many hours it is you work. Is it four or it's eight? If you work eight hours, you're guaranteed two 15 minute breaks. So yeah. 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 So if you work four hours, you're guaranteed one 15 minute break. Yeah. I don't get that. It's it's like, it's mandated. So obviously like. Why doesn't it work? Uh, because it's the stacking up. It's the it's, it's yeah. the feeling that like I would love to step away even if it is just for 15 minutes, but I also want to feel like I'm not going to come back to feeling behind or being behind. Mm-hmm. Because my partner doesn't recognize everything else, like doesn't recognize how things need to keep moving. Right. And what's like that TikTok? There's like this TikTok that's flowing around that that it's somebody clapping and they're like, moms, you don't have to do everything. And then it's always, and then it like, like incoming stitch. And the mom's like, then who the fuck is? (laughs) Yes. It's so true. Yes, yes. And that's um yeah, I mean that is verbatim like the argument that happens around it when it happens yeah. at our house. It's like, well, you don't need to do everything. Okay, but if I don't, then who is? And I, you know, it goes back again like no, it's not great on either side of the aisle when when it gets to that point. But um regardless, even if it was like in a, in a moment of pre-planning, that's not always going to like 
fix everything. Even if you do say like, hey, let me take to the, the kids to the park so you can paint uninterrupted for an hour and you take care of like getting them dinner or whatever while you're there, it's also recognizing that like, hey, when they get home, they're going to be dirty and they're going to need baths. And so I'm going to make sure that we're home in time to get those baths done and still get to bed at a reasonable hour. It's not going to throw us into chaos, that kind of stuff. Right. right. Again, those are the things that I think about and I want I want that trust that it's there. Then so I can sure. go take a 15-minute break and calm the fuck down. Yeah. Then we're not so ragey. <laughs> then we feel better. That's all we really need. I know. Just need a face mask and five quiet minutes. <laughs> and it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be so great. All right. Well, I love this conversation. I think it is important if you are listening and you have thoughts on or you have a story to tell around either a self-care routine that works really well for you or how, um, you know, how that's that conversation goes when it comes up in your household. We would love to hear these podcasts are posted on our YouTube channel at the mental load podcast. We'd love to hear your comments there. And as always, thank you for listening. If you would be so kind to rate review and subscribe, it helps other listeners find us. And it also helps us grow and start to do some of the big ideas and exciting things that we have in mind for the podcast. So we will see you all next week. All right. Everybody go take 15 to themselves. <laughs> Bye. Uh, high five. Bye. <laughs>